Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So, the shortest version is it's me wittering on about stuff that happened in the last week. At the time this was recorded, I can tell you about um, nail painting, um, animal farm park things, and uh, yeah, other stuff. Other stuff that happened when this was recorded. Um, there's also the other stuff, there's the games, the movies, the TV, of which there's quite a lot for this one, so all that's there. Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, drop any reviews you might fancy, and, uh, share the podcast around, get it out there, get it, get it, get it to the people. Right, let's get going. So here we go, this is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline Podcast. Hello. How you doing? You alright? Oh, now I have to do all the shuffling. Can never quite work out which is the right way to sit to do this. <sighs> How's your week going? You having a good week? If you are, good. If not, tell me about it. Tell me what's going on. Um, feels very much like the the back end of a long week podcast this week is going to be a bit strange I had a load of stuff written down um, and then I kind of looked at it I was like eh sometimes you write stuff down and you think like yeah I'll talk about that and then you get to it it's like I don't know the relevance of this um, anyway at uh, at time of recording, it's still the summer holidays, uh, which only affects you if you've, you know, I was going to say only affects you if you've got children, but I'm sure it affects other people that don't have children in other ways. Um, but largely, if you have children, you are affected by the summer holidays. So, last week, um, I had this whole thing where it was like, with having like all the children, um, I, I thought I'd made a mistake and, and packed um, the the first week with all the children, um, with all the fun stuff, and I was like, oh man, we're going to have nothing to do in the in the second week, um, and then when I wrote down all the stuff that we were going to do. Um, there was, there was plenty to do. So, um, at some point, um, I'm trying to arrange uh, for my eldest's birthday party. Now then, my eldest's birthday is many, many weeks away, certainly months away. However, I am a man who likes to be organised. And I just, I just keep throwing ideas at her. What about this? You could do this. You could go here. You could go there. You could do this. What about this? How many people are you invited? Because I want to be prepared. Um, there is a monetary aspect. Um, it's one of those things, you know, once they pass a certain age, 
everything or a lot of things get that little bit more expensive so you want to prepare for this sort of stuff so randomly one day i said to her you could go and you could uh you could take your friends you could all go and get your nails done i was like you know 10 year old girls that seems like a 10 year old girl thing to do um not loads of them just a few perfect they can go they can have like i'm sure i can get some kind of fizzy drink that's kind of you know mock champagne kind of thing they can have their nails done they can you know have a have a, a, a girly day um and here's a secret i'm gonna tell you a secret right now which is probably not much of a secret to uh, to anybody who's been listening for a while, but um, with having um, having so many so many girls, um, I think at some point in time I kind of resigned myself to I was going to have to do like um, more girlish activities, and I'm not trying to be sexist in any way. I'm not being like oh girls girls do you know what I'm saying is the sometimes girls want to go and play sport sometimes girls want to go and go to the cinema sometimes girls want to go and um i was looking at, at laser quest recently my children don't know what laser quest is um all these sorts of things but sometimes girls want to go clothes shopping and and have the nails done um and there's a part of me that kind of enjoys it um, you know, I, I'm always the first one that's like, let's go clothes shopping. Because um, so there's some part of me that enjoys it. And I enjoy it because they enjoy it. I like, um, I like to see them in nice clothes, um, shoes, sunglasses, hats, whatever it is, I'm there for it. Um, so a nail type thing. I'm like, yeah, that's fun. Let's go do that. So there's this point in time where I'd thrown this idea out. You could all go and do that. And I didn't really think it had landed. Um, it was a random idea. Um, I, I wasn't I wasn't offended by any sort of, oh, I don't want to do that sort of thing. Um, but as time went on, it seemed like, um, like she was kind of getting into the idea. Like, oh, you know, yeah, that sounds interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, where can we go? What can we do? Sort of thing. So some time passes, and in passing, she says to me, um, I was like, oh, what do you want to do about this? And she was like, I don't know, but I would like to go and get my nails done. This was completely separate to her birthday. I was like, what, you want to go and get your nails done? What, like a trial run? And she was like, yeah, you know, I want to... Um, I want to go and see what it's like so that maybe I could do it as a party suggestion type thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm fine with that. We can do that. So I start Googling. I start looking. Randomly found that one of the first places I looked at was like um, on their, I keep calling it a menu. I don't know why. On their price list, is the word I'm actually looking for, it said, child's manicure. 
And it was... I can't remember the words that were used. Um, polish was in there. Um, oh, like a file. File and polish. It was three things. So I sort of... I ran it past Leanne and she was like, oh, they'll, they'll like... They'll do your cuticles. They'll file the nail. And they might, uh, they might buff the nail. Because it was listed as a manicure. Um... Six pounds. I'm like, cool. 15 minute appointment. Cool. So, I said to Leanne, I was like, oh, I found a place. I found a place that can do the child's manicure. I'm going to get it booked. She was like, are you booking for the mall to go? What? Are you booking for the mall to go? I, I hadn't... Hadn't planned on booking for them all to go. But I don't see any reason why they couldn't. So, I'm going to cut this bit of the story down. And for all, all, all it is, is for time purposes. Um, as it was, it was really difficult to book. You had to book through like a separate website to the website in question. And you could only book one. So I booked one. Perfect time, perfect day, boom, 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 away we go. Go to book the second one. Oh, we haven't got any more spaces. Cool. I was like, I know, I'll ring them. So I found them. And it was very much one of those. Sorry, we're short-staffed. We can't fit anybody in. We've, we've got that one space and that's it. I was like, what about a different day? We've got all week. Uh, we can do this day at this time, but we've got one appointment. I was like, that's no good. We're out for the entire day. No good. Uh, well, that's about the best we can do. Yeah. Do you want to cancel the appointment? Now, I'd already seen that the way that you book it is you had to give them your card details. And if you cancelled an appointment, they would take 50% of the appointment. So I'm like, I'm not giving you half the money for the fact that you can't accommodate what I want. So I was like, no. No, I don't want to do that. So I'm like, I'm now like, well, the other two didn't know about it. I can just say that my eldest is going to go and do it because she wants to have a trial run for her birthday. Job done. <coughs> Apparently, that's not okay. So, the day in question, I decided we were going to town. Every now and then we like to go into town, we get a cheese straw, we get a drink, we buy a book. Boom, 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 and we're done. It's less than a couple of hours, job done. It was the same day that I'd booked the nail appointment. So I said, look, we're going into town. There's places in town that will do nails. I'll find a place in there. Eldest can go to her appointment. I'll find a place for the other two. Job done. Somewhere in all of this, acrylic nails got mentioned. So, my eldest got it into her head that she was going to have acrylic nails done. 
There is so much about this story that I wish I'd have done differently. I wish I'd have thought about aspects of it earlier, sooner, whatever. Anyway. So I'm like, you seriously want acrylic nails? Yeah, yeah, I love the way they sound. I was like, yeah, they do sound pretty cool. Like when you tap on stuff, I think, you know, what, what she was meaning. I'm like, okay. So the plan was, go into town, then go out of town to the nail appointment, and then, possibly, maybe, come back into town for the for the other guys to have their nails done. So we went into a place, we just randomly picked one of the many nail places, there are a lot, in town, and... In we go. It was busy. It was packed. It was one of those places that it was in full swing. It was everything you could possibly imagine from a nail place. We walk through the door. There is a woman who's like, please come in and sit down at these at these seats. Let's get you started. I was like, ooh. She, she's like, three? You want three of them? I was like, hang on. Slow down. I was like, will you do all three of these guys? Yes. Yes, we will. I was like, they want, they just want manicures. How's that as an option? Yes, absolutely. I was like, how much? It's like, 20 quid. I'm like, okay, cool. I was like, look, we've got an appointment to go to. Didn't say it was a different nail appointment, but hey. Got an appointment to go to. We'll come back. What time do you close? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Wow. Okay. So I'm like, right, there we go. I'll take you to your nail appointment. I'll take the other two uh, with us. We'll go. We'll do. We'll come back. The other two can get their nails done. Job done. I think this was actually the point where the acrylic nails got mentioned. Oh, I wonder about getting the nails done. And I was like, what? You would actually have that done? I've already told this part of the story. It was just in the wrong place. So then, my eldest decides that she's going to get acrylic nails done. She has made this decision. But that involves her coming back to this new place, to the place in town, and getting that done. I'm like, what about the other appointment? I was like, you know, because as Leanne had said to me, why don't you cancel the appointment? So I was like, why are we going to this other place? I could have cancelled it, spent three quid, and we could have got all this done in one go. Oh, yeah, you should have done that. Well, that's no good to me, because we need to be there in 15 minutes, and I doubt cancelling it now is ethical or anything, so let's just go. Does anybody remember at the start of the story how much the nail appointment was? If not, it was six pounds. Does anybody remember how long it was? It was 15 minutes. This is not a test. I'm just trying to keep you in line for the story. So. We drive all the way over the other side of town. We get stuck in traffic. We get stuck in roadwork traffic, which was fun. Which meant that we actually turned up two minutes late. Didn't seem to be an issue. They got her straight in. So we're two minutes late. We've got a 15-minute appointment. I've got three children with me. One of them is being worked on. 
There was some filing. That was it. Then there was a base coat that got put on, which had to drive, dry. Then there was the colour that she picked for nail polish that got put on. That had to dry. Then a second coat. That had to dry. Then, like the clear coat, the protective coat. <laughs> you guessed it. That had to dry. Then they put a spray on, saying... This will help them dry. I said, cool. We waited a little bit longer, and then we left. She said, it will, they will still be a little bit tacky, but the, the spray will help them dry. Job done. Everybody's happy. I said, cool. This was 45 minutes later. Now, I'm only saying this to highlight it. I, I'm not... I, I didn't have to be anywhere. I didn't have another appointment. That was that. So, by this point in time, everybody's like, I could do to go to the toilet. Even I was like, do you know something? I could do to go to the toilet. There's a supermarket over the road. We go to the supermarket. I ask the guy, hey, do you guys have a toilet? Yes. Yes, we do. We go, we find the toilet. Send all of them into the toilet. They go in. They come out. I go in. I come out. We're heading to the car. And my eldest says, oh, by the way, I've smudged all my nails. And I went, what? Secretly, in my head, I was working on the principle that I was going to try and potentially convince her that she just had hers done. And she didn't need them doing at the, at the other place. And I was going to go down the route of you probably can't have acrylic nails for one reason or another. And that would have been that. Yeah, I've completely ruined, you know, one hand is completely ruined, the other hand is partially ruined. And I'm like, what? Bundle everybody back into the car. Drive back into town. Get out of the car. Go and get everybody something to eat because it's getting towards tea time. People need to eat drinks, stuff like that. We go to the nail place. Oh yeah, come in. Now, here is where I start making mistakes in the new nail place. They're like, come in, get them sat down. Do they want a colour? Yeah, sure. Why not? Cool. Sounds great. Go over to the wall and pick a colour. Uh, my eldest straight in the red glittery, dark red glittery nails. Middle daughter, purple nails. Youngest daughter, uh, a red glittery nail, but a lighter shade than my eldest. So I was like, look, I can ask the lady about these acrylic nails. So I said to them, hey, can she have acrylic nails? But what I'd said to her was, your fingers, looking at your fingers, they might actually be too small. So the guy who was going to do some of the work was like, nah, um, her fingers are too small. I was like, there you go, darling. Fingers are too small. That's that. So they all got sat down. And honestly, it was a really nice time. Um, each one of the girls had a different person that was working on them. They're, they were 
meticulous they had a proper what i would have called a manicure there was a lot of cuticles there was like snipping away like skin with like some like cutters there was filing there was buffing there was polishing all sorts um obviously my eldest already had nail varnish on so that got stripped off middle daughter had nail varnish on that got stripped off youngest just as dirty hands because you know it's a bajillion degrees and it's really sweaty and stuff so they all got like the the little hand bath thing then comes the, the comes the multiple layers of polish they clear coat the protective coat the spray and under drying machines and we were in there for ages great atmosphere really great experience I was I was blown away. All the time I'm going, I'll tell you something, all this for 20 quid. This isn't going to be 20 quid. There's no way this is 20 pounds. There's no chance in hell this is 20 quid. I'm looking at the bank going, uh, this isn't going to cost me 20 pounds. By the time they all stepped down from the seats, the nails were dry. Now, here is the key thing, the key difference to the first place. We go to the counter. I'm like, this is great. This is fantastic. This is exactly what we were looking for. The lady's like, okay, so you want to pay for three of them? I was like, yes. And then she charged me just shy of three times what she'd quoted me. And you know something, with the way the day had gone, with the way the whole experience had gone, I just paid it, and I left, and that was that. <sighs> Honestly, I should have just cancelled the other appointment. Hindsight's twenty twenty, as they say. Uh, went to the beach again. Uh, it was a nicer day, so it was a busier day. Still not super busy. Still very enjoyable. Weirdest thing was, I'm like, right, we're going to be here for a while. Get the get the feet out, shoes off, socks off, in the sea. Took the dog. Job done. Yes, loving it. Sea was warm. It was amazing. But the tide was coming in so fast. If you stood and, and the water came up to your feet, by the time it went out and came back in, it was up to the tops of your ankles. If it went out and came back in, it was halfway up halfway up your shins. I was like, this tide is coming in fast. Um, but I'm enjoying getting some time over at the beach. Um... We went, to a, we went to a new place. Went to uh, Bridlington Animal Park. Now then, this was one of those things um, heard about, uh, driven past kind of thing. Um, looked it up on the internet, award-winning animal park, so on and so forth. So, okay, well, I'm, I'm always game for checking out these places. Let's go. So I drove, 
Uh, we were in stood still traffic to start with, but this was due to uh, roadworks, as always. Then um, the rest of the honestly, the rest of the journey was an absolute dream. So we take the turn in, and I can't find it. I'm like, I've taken a turn in like I thought, but it ain't here. Did a loop, took the same turn in again, and as I'm driving down, I'm like, oh, there's a sign there for it. Turned into like a, like a big shop, car park. I'm like, I don't think this is it. Parked in a different car park, and then I'm just like, we're just going to have to wander until we find it. Which we did. And you go through one thing, and you go through another thing, and you keep going, and then you see a sign, and it's there. I was like, cool. Got me, three children, in for less than 30 quid, including animal food. Um, I'm happy with that. In we go. And, uh, yeah, all kinds of, all kinds of different animals. Learned a lot. Um, Saw a raccoon. Don't often see many raccoons. Saw a porcupine. They're interesting creatures. Saw an albino skunk. That was cool. Uh, meerkats are always cool. Uh, little um, what are they called? Kampucha monkey things. Uh, ostriches, zebras, goats, pigs, camels, donkeys. Horse, Shetland pony type thing. More goats. Goats that just kept getting their heads stuck in the fence. It's very strange. Um, did a did a, a loop of the place. Then we were going to go for some lunch. But then it turned out there was a, a flying display that we were going to do with some of the birds. Flying display was super cool. They had some owls, some birds of prey and stuff. The thing that blew me away the most was they were saying like all these... Animals that all these birds that they brought out so far weren't intelligent birds. They're like, if you are an intelligent bird, let's get a raven. So they brought this raven out, and they are smart birds. It was doing all sorts of stuff. It's playing the drums, playing tambourine, finding things in boxes. It was smart. Now, one of those things that shows is, oh. shows an age difference. Me and, my, me and my eldest would stand and watch a, a, a flying display all day. But the younger two, nah. So we had to pull the ripcord at one point and go and get some lunch. Uh, we sat and had some lunch. Um, got some drinks. Went back. Did another loop of the place. Um, very much one of those... Definitely would recommend. Uh, you can see, you know, like I say, it's 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 listed as award winning, and you can see why. Um, my elders were saying that she didn't think the place was all that big, but I was like, I mean, I would say it's it's big, if not bigger than the um, the bird uh, bird of prey place that we go to. So, you know. A thoroughly enjoyable time had by all. Uh, a drink is warm. Warm. That's some amazing thunder and lightning this evening. Um, finally for the week, I was in the gym the other day. Uh, and I don't usually pay a lot of attention to what's on the TV. 
More often than not, it's the news. Some of those, like, daytime TV programmes. I think I'd gone in the evening, maybe. So the news was on. Um, years ago, I was told to not watch the news because it's, uh, it's depressing. And I generally stick to that rule because uh, it is. But anyway, I'm in the gym. And I'm like, <laughs> the news is basically reporting the end of days. So there was flood, fire, famine, um, cost of living crisis, petrol, uh, energy bills. Um, I've got to say, possibly the most out-of-touch news segment I've ever seen. I interviewed a guy who owned a bar. Oh, it was, it's real difficult. Uh, after coming out the other side of the pandemic, it's been real difficult. I'm like, okay, he's talking about the cost of living crisis and the bills and you know all this. But then also talking about the fact that they managed to keep the doors open through the pandemic. I'm like, a lot of businesses went out of business like through the pandemic and coming out of the pandemic, they went out of business. So you're doing better than them. And then went on to say that it wasn't just the fact, you know, paying the bills and stuff. It was also the fact that they weren't in a position to expand the business. And I was like, this is the wrong person to talk to for this segment. You have really misjudged who to get in to talk about this. This is bad journalism, I guess. Um, but yeah, the the news just kept, it's like, uh, it's really dry. Here, look at these fires. Here, look, look what's going to happen when it rains next week. Yeah, this is why we're going to get flash floods. Oh, these are, these are people who can't afford to pay their bills. Oh, the cost of living crisis is going to get worse over the next few months. Oh, petrol prices, and it just went on and then it would loop round and talk about the same stuff again but in a different way with a different news article and I was just I was on the treadmill like I guess this is it then I guess I guess was there's not 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 long left I'm guessing like they were showing these fires that had broken out in these fields that they were attempting to put out. And I was like, oh, is that like, you know, California when they get all these fires? No. UK. Cool. <sighs> anyway. Um, that's that for the week. For half an hour. I thought it was going to be a quick, a quick one. Um... I'm watching more Sandman. I've watched episode four, five, six, and seven. Um, it's good. It's good. Uh, episode four. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but episode four. Um, Dream goes off to see. Uh, goes off to hell. Goes off to speak to uh, Lucifer. Uh, and they they have this like like a battle 
but it's also like a bit like a game as well. Um, that was very good. Uh, episode five, super interesting episode. Um, pretty much didn't have dream in it, um, but very much one of those episodes that relied on their actors to to act, uh, which can often be where the where the real uh, the real gems of these episodes are. Um, just really good, really well done, really gritty, real sort of like oof, good episode. Uh, episode six. Uh, Dream goes off to meet up with Death. Uh, not gonna lie, did have a little cry so far through the episode. Super hard to watch. There was one particular bit right smack in the middle, um, which I was like, "Really? This is what we're doing? Can we not?" Um, but you know, is what it is. Uh, and then there was this other like sub story um, with this with this uh, character. Uh, like I say, try not to spoil it too much. Um, I watched episode seven last night, and episode seven has sort of brought a character um, more into the forefront. But you find out so far through the episode they've kind of already been in it um, from the little boxes on Netflix it would suggest that this character and this element of the story is probably going to be the rest of the series uh, there'll only be three episodes left um, so I imagine I'll get those watched over the next few days certainly by this time next week I imagine um, movie wise not one not two Three new movies. Uh, me and my eldest were rattling through some um, some DC animated movies, but um, I try to stay away from talking about them too much. Uh, a lot of them are like, for me certainly, they're rewatches, um, but a lot of them are new. But I know they're not everybody's cup of tea. Um, speaking of not everyone's cup of tea. Uh, me and my eldest watch Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's uh, another film that's been done in conjunction with Nickelodeon. Um, it's animated, so I like to say, not everyone's cup of tea. Um, I find it interesting that my eldest has sort of got a little bit into uh, the Turtles. We've been watching the live action stuff she watched um, Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and now she's watched this um, super interesting take on the Turtles uh, they kind of had like I don't know how to word it like magic powers like mystical powers I think they were called in it um, each one had a different one Leonardo could teleport Michelangelo's um, nunchucks could do things. Donatello could fire like um, weaponry. He could conjure weaponry. Uh, and Raphael could make himself really big. Um, the way they've done it for this, which I thought was really interesting, was that they've made Leonardo the um, 
although he's the leader, he doesn't seem to. He seems to be a bit of a loose cannon um, until sort of part way through. It did sort of smack of like uh, the Invader Zim movie uh, that they recently did. Uh, Netflix and Nickelodeon. That's fine by me. I, I love Invader Zim. Um, it was good. It was enjoyable. It was an enjoyable thing to experience with uh, one of my children. Uh, I was a massive Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan when I was probably about her age and for a few years after that. And it's kind of something that's always stuck with me. Uh, I've always got a bit of a soft spot for the Turtles. Um, so that's kind of like that that bridging um, generation kind of thing, which is cool. Um, me and Leanne sat down and watched a new movie. We watched the latest Predator film, uh, which is called Prey. Uh, it's on Disney Plus, so you know, don't have to pay for it, which is cool. Um, now then, this is going to be one of those situations where I review a movie that everybody says is amazing and I don't agree. Sort of. So the stuff I've written down about this is it's super slow at the beginning. Um, also, throughout the beginning, there is some of the worst CG I have ever seen in a film. They CG'd all these animals and the CG was fucking garbage. I was like... Come on, Disney. Chuck a little bit of that Marvel money their way so they can make those animals look like, you know, animals. Um, another criticism. I like to get my criticisms out of the way early. The main character uh, had what I uh, suffered from what I would call Lara Croft syndrome. Often in Lara Croft's story... Um, she starts out like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do the other. And then two minutes later, she's a, a, a mad, bad killing machine. Um, very much the case in this. Um, to the point that it was almost a little bit tiresome uh, that your main character kept finding themselves in situations where they would lose, essentially. And then... There was this point in time where she was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a badass now. Right? All right, what changed in the last two seconds? Another film that experienced some editing issues. Uh, there was this bit right in the middle uh, when she's first sort of actually fighting the Predator. And I was like, what happened there then? What, what happened? Because that was super weird. Um, outside of all of those things that I've said that would probably suggest uh, a negative stance on this film, it was very good. Um, it was very good. Once it got going, once the Predator was actually in it, once the characters were sort of, I, I guess, learning... About what they were dealing with. It was a standard. Nobody listens to the smart person plotline. Um, it was very much like that. But. 
very interesting to see how a film that's set 300 plus years ago, how technology's changed. Obviously, you've got these, um, like the the sort of the Indians, um, Native Americans, I suppose, um, and how, you know, they've got axes and bows and, and, and bow and arrow and, you know, things like that. They've also downgraded the Predator stuff, so they don't have the full helmet. Um, there's uh, more of a shield aspect for defense. Um, the weapons aren't, like, all super technology. You know, there's a lot of the stuff that, that has been there previously, just not quite as advanced, which I thought was a really good way of doing it. Really sort of a real good take on it. Once it got going, once it got into it, it was very good. Um, but unlike, um, I mean, there was a lot of aspect of, of the first Predator. There was aspects where you're like, oh, well, that's from the first one and stuff. People are saying it's the best one since the first one. I'm not sure I would agree with that. Um, the first Predator is great. The second one is a bit sketchy, but it's. Overall, it's quite good. Um, I would probably put this one after Predator 2. And, I mean, let's just forget that there were other Predator films. We could do that if you like. So, that was Prey. If you've got Disney+, Plus, well worth checking out. Um, speaking of streaming services, uh, last night watched another new film. Um, Day Shift. Let's talk about Day Shift. Now then, here we go. One of those things... I saw a trailer for this, I was like, yep, I'm on board. Jamie Foxx? Yeah. Snoop Dogg? Hell yeah! Snoop Dogg with a minigun? Yes, please. Dave Franco? Take him or leave him. Honestly, take him or leave him. Now, it's a vampire movie. It's a vampire action movie. Um... It's Netflix. Now, earlier today, I was like, how am I going to talk about this film? I was like, oh, I know. I can list all of the garbage films that Netflix have made. Um, and then I had a realisation that there was a, a high percentage of them that had Ryan Reynolds in. Um, wasn't sure if there was a connection there. Um, so... Very much a situation where Netflix doing Netflix movies, oh, so hit and miss. Every now and then, they do a good one. More often than not, the films are so bad. <laughs> um, so there was that aspect. The trailer looked very good. The trailers looked very good. I was like, yep. I'm on board with this. It's a simple story, and I'm a simple man. Guy needs to get some money so that his wife and daughter don't move away. Simple. The way that these the vampire hunters get money is by pulling vampire fangs. Um, Jamie Fox is the main character. Kills the wrong vampire. Pulls the wrong set of fangs. Starts a chain reaction of the the hunter becomes the hunted. Now then, I've got almost nothing bad to say about this film. This film was 
every single vampire movie you've ever seen rolled into one. Take every single bit that you enjoy from every single vampire film you've seen and roll it into one. Do you like the look of the vampires from From Dust Till Dawn? Do you like the set pieces towards the back end of From Dust Till Dawn? Tick. Do you like over-the-top action? Tick. Do you like the uh, the sunscreen aspect of, of Blade? Tick. Do you like them paraphrasing a line from Lost Boys? Tick. Honestly... He goes, on and on and on. One of the drawbacks was, um, and I I don't want to put it this way, but I will. One of the drawbacks was Dave Franco and his character. um, One of those characters that you're not supposed to like, you're not supposed to enjoy. Um, However, his character got a lot better, is all I'll say. A couple of random things, a couple of things that are unexplained, but honestly... You kind of don't care. There was this thing, and it was totally just glossed over. But you just didn't care. It was loads of fun. Oh, John Carpenter's Vampires. There's an element of that. Literally every vampire movie you've ever seen that you've enjoyed is in there. In some way, shape, or form. Really good film. Really enjoyable. If you're looking for vampires, you're looking for action, there's a scene. It's not even a scene. There's a section halfway through. Um, and all I say is they go to a house um, to do their job. And it was one of those where you had to like grab onto the seat you were sitting in because it was like, holy smokes. And from a filmmaker's perspective, it was very much like, how did they go about doing this? Great film. Enjoyable. It was, you know, it was up there. Um, I'll probably watch it again at some point. Um, If you watch any of these, let me know what you think. Let me know know if you think what I think. Let's go with that. That's it for the movies. Uh, The only thing left to talk about is games. Um, as I've mentioned already, I've been um, super consumed with one game, uh, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts. Um, I've written down here, all-consuming. Um, so it's it's five levels. Now, I know what you're thinking. Five levels, that sounds like nothing. It's taken me nearly two weeks to play and finish this game. Uh, I finished it yesterday. Uh, the whole time I was playing it, I was like, oh my god, I can't wait to start this again, because I'll be able to start it again, and where that level says it's 35% complete, I'll be able to go and get like the other 65%. I'm super excited, I can't wait. I've got to get me some more of these upgrades. The upgrades make a massive difference. Oh my god, yes. Finished it last night, I was like, I, better, I guess I better install the second one then. <sighs> I tried to go back. There are some games that you just leave a part of you behind. Let's talk about it. Five levels doesn't sound like a lot. It's more than enough. Those levels are broken down into sections. And those sections will take you an hour, two hours, three hours, two days. Honestly, I am not joking. 
Now, this is largely to do with that I'm really bad at playing computer games. Outside of that, they're just that in-depth, complex, whatever. Um, I did... I did have this thing. I did a level. Usually what happens, if you, if you die in an area, the game reloads and it just starts you all over again. Sometimes, as I found last night, it can send you back so far... You're like, I just lost an hour of my life. All the enemies are back. But one day I was playing and I died. And when it loaded the level, it loaded as if it remembered that I'd killed all of the people in that area. And I was like, this doesn't feel good. Because I managed to go and complete that section of the game. And I felt like I cheated. Um, speaking of cheating, I found a way to cheat in the game. Because it only auto-saves in a certain way, like if you're not being attacked, and if you go into a certain area, and you're not being attacked, and you're just walking along, and it's quiet, it'll auto-save. That can be really annoying if you kill 30 people with a sniper rifle, and then one guy's like, oh, Something's going on. I found a dead body. Oh, I best turn on an alarm and alert the entire base. So I found this thing where if you enter an area, take out a few people, and then go to a different area, it will save. So when you go back to that area, the few people that you took out to start with are no longer there. I did use I used that trick a lot on one particular level where I just kept going between these two areas just walking from one to the other and just steadily started picking people off and when the alarm would be raised i just go to the, another area crossing through the middle it would save yes it's cheating but man it was it was getting to me um i will admit towards the back end i gave up on all resemblance of stealth if the alarm went off, I'd just try and kill as many people as I could before they got me. And if I managed to kill them all, whoopee-doo, I could then move on. Um, it's one of those games where I would play it, and if I got to sort of a point where I was like, oh, I'm a bit stuck, oh. and it's time to go to bed, I would spend the next day planning my attacks. Oh, I could go that way and I could take that guy out in that tower. Then once I've taken him out, I can go back and try and get it to save. And if it saves, then I can try and go back to the tower. And if I can climb the tower, then I can use that vantage point as a kind of place to snipe from. Maybe that vantage point will give me enough to get out a few more guys. And maybe I'd have to like run around and like save it. And, uh, I definitely have to... Uh, yeah, maybe I'll do it that way. If, if that way doesn't work, what I could do is I could go a different way and I'd do it. That was like my entire day until I'd put the game on to play. It was very much consuming, very much like um, Splinter Cell Blacklist. It was has absolutely been the game that I've been needing, um, certainly after Splinter Cell, uh, and certainly... Uh, what I needed at the moment. There is such an incredible games drought right now. I can't express how thankful I am to have these games to play. Uh, I did install the second one today. 
If I'm honest, I'm thinking what I might do is move on to the second one. And then if I play and finish the second one, I might move on to the third one. Although I've heard mixed things about the third one. Uh, and then my intention is to then start the first one again and go back through and try and pick up some of the challenges that I've missed. Um, fingers crossed and touch wood that the second one's going to be uh, as good. I've heard the second one's actually better. Uh, I've seen a lot more gameplay from the second one. Um, so, again, fingers crossed that it's going to be as good, if not better. Um, that is basically that. That is the podcast. Um, not going to lie, went on a little bit longer. Um, I hope you enjoyed my 20-minute uh, story about uh, nail painting. Um, if not, sorry. Uh, that's it, and I'll catch you next time. So there we go, what do you think of that? Did you enjoy the, no the, the story about nail painting? If you did, drop me a line and let me know. You can find out our contact details by going to the website, thecookiecast.com. There you can find links for social media and uh, an email button. Drop me a line, let me know what you thought. Um... Also, before you go, please do like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you might want to drop. And uh, like I say, do share the podcast around. Get it out to the people. That's what we're about. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then.